Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Whole Little Quee Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Sebastian. Ooh, Sebastian, sit back, motherfucker, but also known as Slater Jackson. Uh, and for you freak motherfuckers out there, the mofo that try to uh, sneak up on me, Sebastian's Adams. Hey, y'all. On today's episode, I have Fortis with me again. We are talking about preferences. We are talking about preferences. Fortis, how the fuck are you doing today? I'm doing just fucking amazing. How about yourself? I am wonderful. Thank you for asking. You know, one of these days I might just come into a recording with the shirt off and just let the titties do what the titties need to do. You know, it is free titty Fridays. We not, we not. Mm. If it's if if you out here and you listen to the podcast on on a Friday, take the shirts off, take the fucking bras off. It is free titty Fridays. Let it go out. Let it go out. Be wild, bitches. Free titty weekends. It's always free titty weekends. I'm not going to be. Sh- I'm not wearing a shirt tomorrow, y'all. Wait, I have to do I have to do laundry tomorrow. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm back from doing laundry, the titties going to be out. The titties are going to be tittying, okay? That's all that matters. Uh, oh, Portis, do you mind reintroducing yourself to everybody uh, who may not know who you are or listen to the last episode? You know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? My name is Portis. And once again, I would like to thank you, Slater Jackson, for reintroducing me to this whole podcast. I love it. So uh, please sit back and relax and just get ready for some fun. Yes. And speaking of fun, y'all. So in November, also known as Hovember, if you want to, you can go to Slater's Playhouse on Instagram. Of course, that info is going to be in the show notes. There's a lot of shit in the show notes. Read that. Read it. But the IG for uh, Slater's Playhouse is going to be in the show notes. So you'll still be able to see what we were doing last year during Hovember, which is just a space of sexual expression, sexual health, sexual wellness, sexual well-being, just everything about positive sexuality. Uh, it has nice little facts. They even have reflective questions. Uh, feel free to go onto the IG page to look at uh, some of the uh, Hovember uh, facts from last year. So you can get a little bit of what to expect uh, with Slater's Playhouse in terms of November this year. However, this is the Holy Look We podcast. So 
there's some fun things coming out for November. So be on the lookout. There's going to be some great conversations that's going to be heading y'all's way. Uh, we have a little bit more celebrity crush shit going on. We're going to have some debate, some love song dissections. We're getting hot and heavy on that shit too. Oh, it's going to be nothing but sex and coming, y'all. That's what's going to happen this November. Oh, my God. Just be ready. Uh, and that starts November, I don't know, whatever that first Wednesday, well, in terms of the podcast, it's wherever that first Wednesday or Saturday uh, will be. But you will still be able to get those um, brilliant and wonderful facts in terms of sexual health starting November 1st, well, November 1st, from Slater's Playhouse. Oh, and also um, I'm in the process of, of designing the second book in the Sexual Expression Journal. Uh, you can still purchase, if you want that, the first one, which does have a few writing prompts in there for you on Slater's Playhouse website. But if you want the second one, that's in the works. So be ready for greatness, y'all. Now that that has been talked about and we're supposed to be talking about preferences and shit, Let's talk about it. So um, what are some of your personal preferences in terms of people that you are interested in or people that you want to date or the things that turn you on? What are some of those preferences? Oh, that's a, okay. So for me, I try not put, I'll be honest with you. I try not, I try not to put too much emphasis on preferences because I know how it feels to be on a back burner and everything like that but personally speaking I would say I love people who are high on intellect who love that and also I'm actually believe it or not I love people who are plus size I really do I prefer people who are on the plus size I really love that with a passion and what else people who are a little nerdy but you know a little you know nerdy those are my preferences for the most part Bitch, I stop, love that. stop describing me. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop this with you. But I, I like that you mentioned um you know how you've been um you felt as being on the back burner of uh, on these dating apps and with within our uh you know discussion of bringing you know developing this episode uh, you were talking about being thrown aside on apps. Oh, yeah. What exactly does that mean? Well, in terms of your perspective and your experiences, what what does that mean to be thrown aside? And what did, what does that feel like for you too? Well, for me, what it means to me is it shows that you're in second place. Mm-hmm. It shows that there's a lot of people that's going to always, there's going to be people who are going to always look better than you. And it's something that you have to accept. That's just the harsh reality of life. And just um, speaking on the previous episode, you know, you, ha- you are a brand. So no matter what, what platform you're on, you have to represent yourself in the best way. But for me, I would say the hardest thing about, hold on, what was the question? About being thrown aside. About th- being thrown aside. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very degrading, I would say, for the most part. You know, you know, we shouldn't think like that, but sometimes it is, especially when you have high expectations and you come with fun intent. You must, most of the time with me, I come with intent of meeting different people. I love meeting people with different backgrounds with certain things that they bring to the table. Because like I said, I'm always open to learning from other people's perspectives and their experiences. So it made me a broader person, made me more wise in how I carry myself in the future and into the now. 
So for me, whenever I experience people putting me in a back burner just because of my looks or just because of how I express myself, it's often a shame. It's often a slap in the face simply because of the fact that it's already hard being the LGBTQA plus community and you already get shame from people of different group of, di- of other groups. Mm. So whenever it occurs within a community, you would think that there'd be more of an open, people with open hearts will be more understanding. But I'm going to be honest with you, when I came into this whole dating scene, I have found nothing but negativity in it because there's a lot of people that have this ideal. They have some fucked up ideas on how a person should look, on how a person should carry themselves, or on how sex should be. And oftentimes, it's very sad when you can't even be yourself but often you have to find a way to just try to impress them. Mm. And unfortunately, I have found myself in a few instances where I try to do that. And I have and I also have said to myself, you know what, this is uncomfortable for me. So I'd rather not deal with you at all, because if you can't sell me as me. Then I don't need to fuck with you like that. I'm sorry to say that. Mm, amen to that, because look, my my thing is I refuse to discount myself for any motherfucker who cannot afford me. I just I I, I refuse to do so, and uh, and this is go back to what you were talking about about being um the the second option. I hate it when somebody tells me that oh I'm the exception to their rules. Uh, like you know they might have no facts on their profile, and then they're in my inbox, and I bring it up to them, and they say oh but you look so good. I like the way that you look. You're an exception, and I'm just like. If I have to be an exception, that means I don't need to be with you because right. I want somebody who already was into somebody like me, who's not trying to make me an exception. Because what that's telling me is that I'm automatically going to be second fiddle. That means once you find somebody that doesn't meet that uh, exception, that fits the qualities that you have already listed for what you want, of course, you're going to go pursue that. So why am I going to waste my time with somebody who has to make an exception for me? exactly is is you're not worth my time and it, i'm sorry that i have to be the one to tell you that but you the one who <laughs> made me the exception so here's the truth of that i don't want to be with you i don't want to give my body to you because to be with me is a privilege and you already show me that you're not worth it you're not exactly. you're not privy to have this sexual experience that i bring to the table you're not you're you don't meet the qualities that i need for a partner uh even if it is a casual hookup you just don't fit that like i i don't i don't i I get it because a lot of people uh haven't been rejected i guess or they um think that someone who looks like me or someone who is not the fave or who's not the most attractive person um will be open to being ridiculed who will be open to um accepting less but you got the you got the wrong person if you think i'm going to put myself in a space where I am going to be um, treat myself less than I get you know I'm going to be completely honest uh, on those days when I'm like extremely horny I might you know wiggle around in terms of my standards but I'm not making anybody an exception it's like you know what I'm horny you're bringing what I'm looking for at this moment let's get it but if you already was crossed out on that list you're never coming back because uh-huh. I I refuse to be that desperate, <laughs> right? So, yeah. Um, 
Another thing that we uh, discussed briefly is the, you know, masculine and feminine. And how, how do you present yourself? And Well, how, how would you, if you were to categorize yourself between masculine and feminine, where would you say that you fall? That's a, <laughs> I'm laughing because I had just talked to a coworker about this whole situation because she's pansexual and she, when she first perceived me, I'll be honest with you. For me personally, I'm more ambiguous. Mm. There are times where I present myself as feminine, but also there's other times I'm masculine. Mm -hmm. And I try not to go above and beyond with um, both spectrums. I try my best to be more in the middle, more androgynous. Mm. And oftentimes I do find myself, it is hard. I will be honest with you. It is hard being within that spectrum because of the fact that people are so fixated on masculine or feminine. They're so fixated on those qualities that it's very hard for me oftentimes to gravitate towards people who I often would like to meet because of the fact that they have, they often put that on their top list. You have to be, oh, femme. And when you have to be femme, you have to make sure you wear like feminine clothes and wear makeup, all that. And I'm gonna be honest with you now, I don't got time for that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a person of natural beauty. That's how I like to do things. And I don't like be doing going all above and beyond on trying to look the way, you know, John being extra. Mm -hmm. Then also when it comes to masculinity, I feel like I don't meet that category as well simply because of the fact that I'm not trying to become someone that I'm not. Like I said, it's just how I am. I'm just more of an ambiguous person. So you'll get me. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat uh, similar in nature. Um, like, uh, in terms of how I dress is very masculine, in terms of how I articulate, speak, and uh, communicate and buy with other people is very feminine. Uh, yeah. Like, I... Um, when I was having a discussion with some coworkers back uh, in my um, success coaching days um, uh, in higher ed, one of the uh, conversations that we had with uh, some people who they were, it was a DEI thing. So we were talking about um, uh, LGBTQ uh, issues and students and whatnot. And so we had a discussion about how we presented, uh, presented ourselves. And the Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. students and whatnot and so we had a discussion about how we presented uh presented ourselves and who we are and whatnot and i just told them i'm a masculine presenting person who exudes uh an abundance of feminine energy mm -hmm. uh, it's i'm not necessarily a femme person but i am 
I do identify as masculine, but at the same time, I, in terms of clothing, I do like things that are very loose and um, very breezy as well. I like lace fabric. So in, a lot of lace fabric is in feminine clothing. Like if you provide me with the lingerie line, half the shit on there that's not a thong, I probably want <laughs> because <laughs> that shit looks good it looks sexy it looks comfortable but i also like to uh make sure that whatever i do purchase on there is well fitting towards my body and doesn't you know clutch at the waist like a lot of feminine clothing do um but it's like i don't mind wearing like a a a heel if i need to wear a heel i don't mind wearing pumps i don't mind wearing sneakers if if what I'm putting on my body is something that automatically makes me something that I that you perceive me not to be, then I automatically just attribute to that being a problem of the other person and not mine. Like the 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 box of what is masculine, what is feminine is just too fucking tight for me. And I just don't like it. I, I just don't right. like it. I can't fuck with it. I gotta be real with you. I can't fuck with it. Uh-uh. Me neither. Like um i even whenever i be on these apps and people ask me if i'm masculine or femme and i let them know um, i'm masculine and then two two messages later you're asking me if i wear thongs i'm like why why do you automatically think i'm wearing thongs (laughs) um like i i just told you that i'm masculine and i'm masculine presenting um why do you think i wear a thong like no of nothing against those who do because do you like feminine men are beautiful to me as well as masculine men um Mm -hmm. i like i I love a whole spectrum of people so it's like it's not the um presence of that on other people but when it comes to me and what i just told you i am and how i present myself why is it that your next question is whether or not i wear a thong like is there is there a, a whole um, culture that I don't know about? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I do know masculine presenting men who do wear thongs. Uh, I've seen it, but like, is there an expectation now that all men should be wearing thongs? And I missed that memo. Like, can can we get a, a a legitimate emailing list so that everybody's informed on the changes of what's going on in gay co- well queer mm-hmm. culture? I just need to know. Add me to the fucking list. Right. <laughs> I need these memos. I, I'm uh, apparently a motherfucker because I don't like wearing underwear anyway. So getting a thong up the crack of my ass is just not going to work. <laughs> but like, let me know so I know that I I'm going to my sexual encounters dressed in the right outfits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you ask feminine uh, presenting? men about their underwear or do you just automatically assume that they're wearing thongs because for me i would actually think they're wearing boxers or nothing because yeah that's very true (laughs) because it's rare that i have actually encountered any any guys that have that have worn thongs or jock straps i'm be honest with you and i me personally i prefer wearing thongs and jock straps i just like that that's just me Mm -hmm. but i have been a rare i have not i have yet me another person who likes wearing that so now there's nothing wrong with it, but it's absolutely nothing. Yeah. Where you get your thongs from? Ah, your favorite place, Amazon. Uh, 
Ugh. Look on Target. Look on the Target and see what the fuck they got. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I've been trying to. I've been trying to actually look for a different store like that. But see, the problem is you have to go online just to look for that. Oftentimes, I would like to have my underwear like now, right then. But the problem is they don't advertise as much. Not even at sex stores. Honestly, they don't even have underwear for men like that. So I was like, Ugh. I said that's so annoying. And ooh. That is perfect. Uh, you know, so this, uh, actually, I think this episode is going to really be coming out before his episode. I don't know for sure, but someone who's going to be a guest on the podcast, his name is Devannon, uh, Devannon the Divine. That's that's what I call him because I kept Ooh. fucking up his name the first time. He was like, just call me Divine because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Divine. But um, like, um, Devannon, he has his own lingerie shop because I mentioned this on the past. Look at, look at the YouTube universe universing for once for me but um i was like i want someone i really need to find somebody who makes um lingerie for plus size men and his lingerie shop uh actually has that and it has jock straps too and i think they're reasonably priced but um you know everybody has their own preferences and uh, pricing too but like how much do you spend when it comes to purchasing on amazon if you don't mind me asking no, you good. So basically, it usually ranges from twenty one ninety nine to at least forty to at least forty. But see, most of the time I get it in a pack. I try to make sure I buy it in a bulk. If mm. it comes in, so I have more. If so I can have more selection, because I personally like depending on my mood of the week, I like wearing certain colors mm. underneath. So that's just me. But I, but I will. Mm-hmm. Mm, what were we saying? Oh no no, keep going because I like to hear more about the about the event the banning. So. so the what i i'm on his plus size right now mm-hmm. i i keep the thing up and one of the things i'm getting is a, a bodysuit that is like 2609 and i'm just like bitch i could afford that shit right there so that's one of the things i'm getting and it's lace bitch oh my god yes i need to hurry Ooh. so i'm doing an episode on on his podcast uh and one of them uh is going to be about uh, my book so i might actually wear that yeah i need to purchase that because that we record that one at the beginning of next month so um i need mm-hmm. to get that I'm, I'm not even supposed to be shopping for me right now i'm supposed to be looking up this shit for you <laughs> okay so you said a, a drop jock strap correct okay okay it's not okay it's just um underwear in general so let's see Ooh, that's kind of cute so uh, we have some underwear that's twenty three, some stuff that's eleven seventy. Um, these aren't jock straps though. Uh, oh, eighty seven pages. Okay, I'm not going to be able to go through all that. So <laughs> what I'm going to do after this, I'm going to send you his link so you can okay. look around and see what you want because fuck Amazon, right? <laughs> like, Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. I said what the fuck I said. <laughs> I know you. I know you got somebody, some hitters out there, but it is what it is. I said what the fuck I said. Um, oh, he even has a section that says under fifteen for him and for her. Oh, bitch. Ooh. Let me let me get off of this. <laughs> this is not even the fucking advertisement for him, and I'm over here like advertising. Um, but yeah, so. I'm going to send that to you so you can at least look into some of those things. And for those people who might be interested in looking at his shop as well, 
when we when I do post the episodes with him on it, it will be in the show notes. So just keep that in the back of your head. When Vernon does an episode with the Vannon, the show notes is going to have what I'm looking for. It's going to have the shit that's going to get the fucking job done. Okay? Remember that. So <laughs> what were we talking about before? We were talking about mask and film. And now what? I'm going to buy another outfit. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so um, what are some of your standards? As far as people present themselves as the masculine or feminine? Just in terms of people that you are willing to date, hook up with, and all that. Well, my very first thing, transparency. You got to be transparent about yourself. Be honest. And not uphold some type of beyond some bullshit when it comes to your facade. Because some people, they have an overinflated ego. And I have met plenty of, plenty of men who were like that. And that was a number one turnoff for me. Like I said, it's okay if you have an ego itself. Make sure you have a healthy level of it. Don't let it cloud your mind and then cloud your expectations. Then you come off as toxic to other people because you're trying to project your insecurities onto others because of the things that you have been through. So that's what I will say on that. Child, you are, ooh, you said, oh, I'm going to start shouting, Laura. Oh, my God. Oh, if you are in your car and you your body is shaking. Oh, child, ooh. If I had, I need to get me a damn um, tambourine next time somebody is, uh, is on this podcast. <laughs> speaking the damn word, let me go ahead and start playing that shit because, amen, amen. Transparency, no, uh, no, overinflated ego because that that's the thing that really shoots a lot of people in the feet because mm-hmm. like um fam what what are you overcompensating for on one on one end on the on the other end why are you so like i don't want to use the word aggressive but why are you so stuck on yourself <laughs> like, right there's so many things out here that you can be focusing on. You, 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 you're, yes, you're an amazing person, but you're not the be, be all end all. You're, you're, you're not, you're not as great as you think you are because you have flaws. Exactly. You error. You are not, you're not God. <laughs> okay. Yes. Exactly. You, we all have a piece of God inside of us. Therefore we are a spiritual and holy being, but at the end of the day, you are flesh, you are human, you make mistakes, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calm down, come back down a few levels. This is not making you less than who you think you are or who you are. This is so that you can be in reality and face whatever the, whatever the fuck is going on here. Because those same people who have an overinflated ego are also close to being those people who cannot hold themselves accountable. Oh, and right. If you can't hold yourself accountable, at least for like for me, I don't want you. Like, uh-uh. what's the purpose? Like, e- recently, uh, actually today, <laughs> I, I I sent a message over to uh, one of my best friends, showing her uh, what happened today. But there was somebody who uh, he hit me up last year on Jack, um, sent me a dick pic, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, usually, whenever somebody sends me a unsolicited dick pic i'm just like okay cool how are you doing like whatever but i was like literally what made you send me this picture like uh we weren't like in any kind of conversation like why did you send this like are you trying to hook up are you like visiting the area like what's going on like 
okay cool and their response was like they just answered no to like if they're going to visit or whatever and asked me to send them a nude and this is a person who doesn't have a uh, a picture on their profile so i'm like um mm. No, I don't send nude pictures to somebody who doesn't feel comfortable with sharing their face picture to me because why am I going to expose all of my body to someone who doesn't trust me, trust me enough to see what the public can see? So I'm not going to send my nude to you. And I was like, sorry, dude. And the response I got after that was, okay, bitch. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to respond. It is what it is. Now, this was last year. (laughs) Damn. A whole year passed and they I guess they're in the area <laughs> they saw my profile and again on my profile it is advertising the holiloquy podcast so y'all might see me on some of these apps that's me if it's saying anything about holiloquy podcast it's me um uh, don't message me if you about that if you on the, that fucked up shit okay I'm just letting y'all know but mm-hmm. I I I, 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 I they started the conversation again with the dick pic. And I was like, okay, I don't know if you still have your old messages because I still have them. I, I don't care enough to delete people's messages unless I block you, then it's, it's gone, whatever. But I was mm-hmm. like, but last time we chatted, fam, you literally called me a bitch. So like, why are you here? And I thought the conversation was over because after that, there was like, okay. And I was like, yep, it is like, we're on this mm-hmm. understanding that nothing's going to happen and out of nowhere this mofo's like uh why you in the past let that shit go and i'm like um what i'm not i'm not in the like your actions was a turnoff i'm not interested like can we just accept that and go forward i'm like okay it's time to educate a negro and um (laughs) i talk how i talk i i don't like sugarcoat things most of the time i the same way that i speak is the same way i text essentially so i was like look past actions i'm, I'm going to read exactly what i said uh, past actions often dictate current behavior especially when there's no clear accountability or recognition or apology and that behavior is just something that i personally don't rock with if you're not that same person then that's great because i recognize growth in a person but that behavior is also a turnoff for me and it's something I choose not to be around. And their response is, call me a bitch again, saying I'm stuck in the, in the past, call me a bitch a third time. Uh, and then like saying that I'm a bitch because I'm talking properly on a, on a sex site. And I'm just like, fam, why are you upset? Because I chose to show up as myself for one. <laughs> And this is how I talk regularly. Like, I'm glad that you think that how I'm talking to you is talking proper because, you know, some people just like Bernie sounds ignorant as fuck. And I don't give like, I don't give him that one down. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm glad that you feel as though I'm talking properly. Like, that's the thank you. <laughs> right. But like, there's so many people on this damn app. Contact them. There's apps that cater to big people if you're into big dudes like Growler. Y'all not paying for this exposure, write a check. But there's <laughs> this brawler that you can go to. You can look at Grinder. You can you, you have all these options out here. Why are you fixating on me, fam? I, I didn't invite you into the situation. You invited yourself. You're mad that I said no. Right. Like I, 
He definitely, his ego is was hurt. That's what it is. Really and truly speaking, I think he was under the assumption that you may have changed your mind. I think that was his biggest problem because he couldn't win, basically. Mm. His his mind was weak for one. That's one thing. Then the comebacks of uh, just even referring to you as a bitch. I think that's just even more. It's hilarious to me because of the fact that you can't even come up with a good comeback for that. Right. You couldn't you couldn't be accountable for your own actions or your words. So right. you have to resort back to that. And it, it amazes me when people get upset when I do reject them on these apps and their next thing is to call me fat or call me a fat bitch. I'm like, is that all you can do? Because I've been bullied for the majority of my life. Society hates big people. So you think I haven't felt the brunt of that all these years? And you think the worst thing that you can say to me is to call me fat? Do you not know I can shred the fuck out of you if I wanted to? That I will make you feel so fucking in your feelings and depressed that you would come to a point that you don't know what reality is? Because I can rip you apart if I actually wanted to. But I choose not to do that because I choose to be a better person every fucking day. But just know that nigga right there is still within this motherfucker right here with this doctorate. I can ruin you if I wanted to. Just know I choose not to because I'd rather be closer to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm not even that much of a religious person, but spiritually, I'm over here trying to be closer to God. Mm-hmm. Like people, people just need to understand that sometimes, like when people are showing you kindness, accept it. Because if you if you get the ugliest side, you may you may be in that moment for a very long time. And mm-hmm. the crazy thing about it is that you're responsible for it. Because like. One of the things I used to love doing, and somebody can call me wrong for doing this, but I used to gaslight people with accountability. It oh. is what it is. <laughs> like If you think you're going to walk up to me, gaslight me, make me feel bad because of your actions, guess what? I know those tricks too. I'm going to gaslight you with accountability because I want to make sure you know this is on you, not me. So you're not going to be like, why are you always being so dumb? Why the fuck are you making these actions that make me look dumb? Right. You said this. You said that. Don't put it on me. You're, you said that. Oh, you're projecting now. Huh? You're projecting right now. Huh? 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 Oh. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I'm a changed person, but that, that's, that's people. People are crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I know. Trust and believe. Oof. Uh-uh. So, uh, I, I think there were some other standards too um, that I just didn't even get down because that that ego just just hit it hit home. It hit home. It, it hit a core because mofo's be too stuck in their egos, and I'm just not the type of person that strokes a, a anybody's ego. If like you have to be worth it for me to even stroke your ego, and I'm not for everybody, and I'm okay with that. Uh, what other kind of standards do you have? Well, communication would be another thing because I, you know, if I do recall being on many of those grinder apps, similar to your situation, many will actually would not even greet you. Mm-hmm. What they will first off is say, "Hey, show me your news, show me, show me your dick pic, or show your ass pic." Mm-hmm. And when you do do something like that then you get an adverse response. Sometimes they'll block you or they'll be offended. So most times I just don't even entertain that. I just say, hey, how you doing? 
like, hey, did you forget to greet somebody? Because, you know, I don't just respond to messages that just demands me to do something because you're not entitled to uh, anything to, uh, from me. Mm. So that's another thing. And then it's respect. Like, make sure you be respectful. And, you know, most times people who are often not respectful towards others, it shows within themselves because they don't respect themselves a lot. Mm. And that's another thing I have to remind myself a lot of times with being on this app because most times, you know, don't get me wrong, sometimes it does make me feel some type of way, but I have to also remind myself that the same people that are corresponding with me on these apps and that does not display the same character, the same traits that I expect or I have within myself, they lack that simply because of certain experience they have. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But my yes. thing is this, please don't be one of those kind of people that feels entitled to getting things that you haven't had in your life. You have to earn it. You have to do what you have to do to make that work. You yes. have to do that inner work. That mm. inner work is a struggle. Don't get me wrong. That inner work is a struggle fest. Trust and believe me. I be in that festival every day trying to struggle to make, make it work for myself. But I do what I have to do because at the end of the day, I have to live for me. But I can't say the same for people who are on that app and who they just present themselves in a negative way. Child, mm. I really do need to get this damn tambourine because... <laughs> You are you are preaching today, Lord. Yes, somebody just hit that. Oh, somebody just hit that message. Yes, mm, somebody just subscribed. Mm, somebody subscribed to the Honda. Yes, Lord. Yes. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, child. That's a word. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but you're right. Like one communication is definitely important, but um, like. The amount of people who hit me up in the past who only wanted to see a nude, and if I do send that nude, they automatically blocked me afterwards. And it's mm -hmm. in a way, I, at one point, I used to think that it um, was a reflection of myself, that they weren't attracted to me, that they um, uh, found my body repulsive, therefore, they blocked me. Uh, and then I have to realize that, like you said, it's not a reflection of me, it's a reflection of them. Because one, my face pic is always on all of my, um, at, on the apps that I use, because I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of my beauty. So it's like, <clears throat> you you knew who you were messaging before you even got to this point. So uh, I had to learn that, yes, it's not because of who I am, who, my body or anything like that. It's just that person was only there just to see that picture and that was it. And that made me be more uh, restrictive of who I provide my news to, which is why I tell people up front, you're not getting this new. Like, what have you brought to me to make me actually want to provide anything to you? We haven't even hooked up yet. You're trying to say, oh, I have to see it um, before I show up, then don't show up. Uh -huh. I'm not going to provide you a free show because you think that you are too too worthy or you're too um, great of a person or I have to prove my worth to you before you can actually show up to spend time with me. You do, right. I, don't, I don't need you here. You're not bringing any any fucking value to my life. I have toys that can outdo you regardless. I, why do I have to uh, <laughs> advertise myself again to someone who cannot afford me? Like, look, I don't mind having a quick hookup with uh, with people. 
Um, but when you making stipulations as though that you're going to be adding value to my life, mm-hmm. now, what are you really bringing? Oh, you bring dick, you bring vagina, you bring ass, you bring head. Again, I have toys that can do that better than you. Like mm-hmm. most of my sexual experiences with people, oh, uh, I'm not if I if if I don't make it past my first nut, then you automatically didn't uh, outperform anybody. If right. I make it past, if I do make it past my first nut and you're able to accomplish and get that second one, you did a wonderful job. You showed up and did what needed to be done. If you can't even meet that, then you didn't add anything. You didn't add any mm-hmm. value. You that like you you I'm happy that you removed yourself from the space before you even had the opportunity to experience what I could bring. So it's like again, not adding any value to anything. Like exactly. uh, and that even goes into the discussion. Uh, one of the last topics is the feelings of entitlements that others often have. Most definitely when it comes to how we express ourselves sexually and uh, their entitlement to our time too. Uh, what what do you have in terms, well, what are your thoughts on that concept? On that concept, I really, I that hits home because many times, unfortunately, this especially goes out to those who are on the hooker, on that bull X, on that BS, when they want to hook up right then and there because as a bottom i would say be honest with you as a bottom i oftentimes meet tops that oftentimes ready for me to just get get ready have sex mm. up and ready they just want to get want to go up in and i'll be telling them no it's not gonna work like that with me because you gotta realize it's a process for me to get myself cleansed from down there and i'm not gonna let nobody get up inside me and i'm not fully prepared mm. and oftentimes they get they get very hostile about it and they feel like it's not right but i'm telling then i have to explain to them like yo okay so just because you had let someone like someone else down the road you know hit it like that if that's because they used to that i'm not used to that shoot i'm still getting used to the idea of bottoming it's damn too much damn work for me hell the damn cleansing process takes too much damn time and i eat and i mean i'm just saying i try to eat right and everything but to me it's just too overrated so for me, I feel like they are very entitled when it comes to that. I had times where there was one, there was one instance where a top did that, and it didn't come out the very best. I didn't enjoy the sex as much because I felt like I gave them power over myself because of the fact that they felt entitled to my body, and I did not like that. So I learned from that moment, like I'm not gonna sit here and compromise myself and my time just because you want to just get a nut. Because at the end of the day, I don't have to get a nut. I'm fine without getting a nut. That's just how I, have, how I see it personally. But for those, especially talks who have that mentality like that, yo, please be respectful to people who you're having sexual encounters with, especially when it comes to bottoms. Even with other with women, if you want to engage with them and have sex with them, please understand that their time is worth it too. You have to be respectful of what they have to go through in order to accommodate you. So that's my message to them as well. Just be patient with that. It's not easy. It's not damn easy. Amen. It's really not. Like, you you cannot be entitled to a person's body. You cannot be entitled to their time because it's like, I've had those experiences too. Um, Like, I get, even on these apps, somebody hits me up and I just ate and they're looking to fuck me or whatever. I'm just like, okay, um, I just ate. 
And I know myself, I like for my food to digest. And one, I cannot have sex on a full stomach because it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm definitely not going to do that. So I like to give my body some time to digest the food. Um, and then I, I would re- prefer to have a bowel movement before I actually mm-hmm. even bottom for anybody. So that's going to um, be anywhere well, if I use it like an enema, it'd be like, it can take up to three to four hours. Uh, and if not using an enema, probably six hours. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's time in between, like there's time that I have to wait before we can even engage in something like that. So of course, if you're hitting me up now and you're saying, oh, you want to fuck and I just ate, we're, it's not possible. And what do you think is going to happen? Like, <laughs> it's going right. to be uh, sparkles and rainbows when we have sex is not going to happen. Like, I, I, I like to have sex with people when I'm feeling comfortable. And that's com- comfort with that person, comfort within my body, comfort in terms of uh, my bodily functions. If those things are not aligning, then there's no way possible for us to have sex. And on top of that, uh, if you're on these apps and you're uh, reaching out to multiple people and you happen to find somebody, reach out to the person that you were uh, messaging, trying to get them into having sex with you so that they know, oh, I found somebody, so I, I... we won't be able to hook up that way. You don't have people over here waiting an hour or so for somebody to show up who said that they're on their way. Me personally, I would never give somebody an hour. You got 30 minutes to show up after you say you're on your way. If you don't show up, you can stay wherever the fuck you are. I have Netflix and that can provide me with a lot more pleasure than what you was going to bring and leave it at that. Um, (laughs) and, And like, even like, let's, let's have responsible conversations with people. Like, you cannot say um, that, oh, these apps are only for sex, and you utilize them for sex and not be willing to have the conversation that you're hooking up with somebody else. We all know that there's multiple people on these apps. There's multiple opportunities for sex. You can just be kind enough to let somebody know, oh, I end up finding somebody else. Like I even, well, I got blocked for doing this, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't care. Like there was somebody who I was messaging and it was two people. And one of them was like, okay, I don't know uh, if I will be able to meet up or not because, you know, I don't get off until this time. I don't know how I'm going to feel. So uh, I was like, okay, whatever. Just let you know, uh, I'm still going to be on this app searching for some other person that may be available. And if I find them, then our option here is just going to be SOL and we can try a different day. And I ended up finding somebody else during that time waiting for them to get off. And that person, they were just like, yeah, I'll be on my way, whatever. I'm like, perfect. Message them like, hey, this is what happened. Uh, This person um, pretty much said that they'll be able to pull up. You got another hour at work. So unfortunately, we won't be able to meet up tonight. But hey, I might be more looking to hook up on the weekends because I do like a good weekend hookup because I got a lot more free time, motherfucker. So right. let's let's go ahead and do that. And they got upset and blocked me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, why are you upset that people are having sex with other people on these apps that multiple people keep saying are just for sex? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they wild for that. Mofos are extremely wild. Like, 
mm-hmm. I have adult conversations and I, right. I realize that there's too many adult children on these apps and <laughs> continue to block yourselves because I, right. I cannot teach you to be an adult and I don't well technically I could because you know I used to be in higher ed and helping these people build themselves up but that's different in terms of my interactions with another person and we're trying to hook up and whatnot and have adult conversations if you're not already on that level i'm not going to teach you because that's going to be a waste of my time mm-hmm. and so many people feel like entitled to everything about a person but they also get upset when you try to have some even an ounce of that entitlement in terms of their being when you uh, uh not even try to attempt but mention that okay you said that you're going to be uh, on your way uh or you said that you'll be free around this time and you confirm hey is this still a good time for you why are you asking so many questions what <laughs> like or even people because I, I have those conversations about sexual health asking mm-hmm. them okay when was the last time you got tested oh you're asking too many personal questions what oh that's a red flag right there right like it's these these apps trash people <laughs> you might you might get lucky and find some great people but it's 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 a lot of trash behavior out here it's 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 crazy um any other things uh in terms of entitlement that you want to uh, discuss entitlement um yeah. i can't think of anything for now other than my experiences with the talks with most of the talks that's how my feelings towards them are mm. and that's about it now there is another thing but it's dealing with a certain group of people but that's a whole different conversation see now you said now i want to know <laughs> no it's not well it ties in with the previous conversations that we had mm-hmm. and you know like i said it ties into like the whole thing where they're entitled to see your bodies and sometimes they just have that they feel like they have that power over you just because of that and mm-hmm. sometimes i have met people like that and it's coming from a particular group of people not to shame anyone but it's just come from a particular group of people who often have done that and mind you now, whenever I'm whenever I'm on Grinder app, I don't even come these people way. I even rarely be on Grinder that much because, like I said, if I'm on there, I'm just responding to messages. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes they are the ones that often correspond with me. And whenever I respond to them, I'm not what they're looking for simply because it goes back to what I be what we had that conversation about about what their ideas of a person is. Mm-hmm. Also ties in with fetishization, but that's another story. So. Mm. well yeah. i got you I, well we, mm-hmm. we we got that episode too y'all yeah. that, that episode's in the it's in the work so we we're mm-hmm. gonna come back to this we're going to come mm-hmm. back to that conversation but i get you you're right there, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of people who are who feel entitled to um uh, everything in terms of your sexual expression from your uh new pics to like those people who just like oh i sent this therefore you should send something back to me that's not how this works. Right. 
like did we enter into an agreement that that's what we were going to do if if so like i i keep up with my uh side of the bargain if we're going to make a deal like that that oh if if you send me this i will send you that then definitely i'm going to do it because i i'm not that hurt to not follow up with my own promises exactly. so it's like yeah but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna circle back to that we are definitely mm-hmm. circling back to that so now for some never have i ever you feel ready oh wow well i hope i'm ready i'll be ready <laughs> never have i ever had a sexual fantasy about a co-worker <laughs> oh Oh, okay. Oh, yes, I have plenty of times. Ooh, how was those it fantasies? Was, oh, it was very nasty fantasies. So Ooh. actually, most of these fantasies were actually related to the job that I used to work to. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. mind you, like you meet different people. They had a lot. The place I was working at, they had a lot of personalities. There were different people. But the few people I came across, I was like, ooh. I was like, take this somewhere. Oh, I was like, do some things. But of course, I never acted on them because, you know, you never can, you, you never could be too sure about them. So mm-hmm. you never want to misread the energy or anything like that. But trust and believe me, there have been plenty of times I've been wanting to holler at some people, but it was at that other place I used to work at now. But I don't work there no more. Gotcha. That was the only thing that was bringing me some excitement over there because <laughs> it wasn't doing a damn thing for me. <laughs> I get you. Ooh, I definitely had some sexual fantasies about some um, former co-workers and um, those those things could get wild. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like um, some of them just like, you know, it's, 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 it's the curiosity of it all. It's like, you know, right. I just want to see um, see what the sex is looking like. What is that hitting like? I just want to see. Or or there were some people I just wanted to kiss to see how well of a kisser they are. And mm-hmm. that was it. Or um, just like in th- some situations, I'm okay with like sending the nude. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's just like we, we, if we're that comfortable with each other, we've had conversations and uh, yeah, you know, we work together. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, you know, are you comfortable enough with sending me a new picture of you? Because I kind of just want to see what it's like. What, what, what? Pique my interest. That's all. But like, other than that, I say that's been the extent of my um, sexual fantasies uh, with coworkers. Have you uh, ever actually hooked up with a coworker before? No, I have never done that. But that's actually one of the things I would actually like to do. But at the same time, I have thought about the pros and cons of that so i would mm-hmm. much rather be on the safe side and just leave it be gotcha. now in a situation where say for instance if i was not long working with that particular company and i'm just in a different place and we just so happen to meet up then maybe then i'll pursue that but at the moment when i'm actually employed there no because me personally i don't do well with awkwardness or sometimes hostility i can't stand that so i would much rather leave it at that Oh, I get you there. Um, <clears throat> like I, I've, I've, uh, I've, I'm in a similar boat there. Uh, I actually have had uh, sex with a, a former uh, coworker before. It was actually pretty oh. fun. It was, it was kind of a world thing, and that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were supposed to hook up um, some other times after that, but you know, no. people get. Um, it was mostly oh. a schedule kind of thing, but it was mm-hmm. like whatever. But 
I would say we probably could still hook up today if I lived in Macon, uh, even though they have a whole ass partner and I did not know they had a partner at that time. But you look, shit happens. But oh, Macon. Did mm, you say Macon? I did oh, say Macon. Oh, I love Macon. I miss it. Oh, dang. Mm, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the food. I do miss the right. food in Macon because I don't know what the fuck they put in that water, but the food was bussing at most oh, spots. Yeah. I have to say most spots for a reason because not all the places had the food. Y'all not going oh, to visit Macon, Georgia and be like, Vernon said that the food was good here <laughs> and, you, and you run into the wrong thing? That's on you. I, I said most <laughs> look who's the managers before you <laughs> all right uh that's i'm just gonna leave it at that if you don't catch mm -hmm. what i mean it is what it is <laughs> i will now i will say one thing that i was very disappointed about in terms of making food um mm -hmm. this is a shout out to making seafood too because it, it was pretty good uh but I would have to say even outside of just making, there's a lot of seafood places that are not giving the energy that seafood places used to have back in the day. Most definitely when it comes to garlic shrimp, you, you cause I remember those delicious garlic shrimp uh, orders that my mom used to get back in the day where it's just nothing but butter, garlic, a little saltiness to it. And every single bite you have, even though you have to um, tear up like, take off the shells and whatnot but it was still so fucking delicious you could taste the butter on everything nowadays we, we don't give that same quality that same energy to our boiled shrimp it's just we're going to put it in this sauce shake it up a little bit and serve it to you and hope that the flavor is still there no the shrimp tastes like water the shrimp i have to dip again just so i can get flavor you're not doing what you need to do with the food anymore mm -mm. So, and there was this one seafood place in Macon I went to, and I thought I was going to get that nigga shrimp. I thought I was going to get that nigga <laughs> shrimp. And I was so fucking disappointed. I was like, why the shrimp tastes like water? Why it tastes boiled? <laughs> y'all like, didn't even put this in any uh fucking low country uh, boils, anything like that. So juices will combine. Y'all ain't do that. Y'all didn't um, boil this in any fucking, um, uh, what's that, um, Old Bay. Y'all just boiled this in water and served it to a motherfucker and talking about, oh, you just dip it. Bitch, no. That's God, not, what is this that you're giving me? Mm -mm. I, I was mm -mm. so disappointed. I, I'm, I'm traumatized. <laughs> I am traumatized. I still remember that taste. Dang. It was so disappointing. I'm okay. so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I'll cry about this later. Okay. Well, the good news is they got YouTube, so I can just give you a tutorial on it. You're right. Oh, I, I can make it myself. I'm just that. I'm mm -hmm. just too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I wasn't just talking about you. I was talking about the people over there. Oh, you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. Ooh, I, nah, nah, groceries too high. Mm, I was about to say, oh, I might yeah. go and get me a, a pound of shrimp, give me some aluminum foil and make me some shit, but mm, it's too high. Mm -hmm. And plus I'm, ooh, but there's vegan, but you know, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. We're not, we're, it, we're, we're recording an episode and I'm thinking about dinner. Okay. <laughs> would you, <laughs> would you like a sex question? Oh, that's fine. That's fine with me. 
So what is your favorite time of day to have sex? And do you have a red zone when it uh, when your sexual appetite peaks? Oh, well, first, let me ask this. What is red zones? Tell me more. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, that's a good question. So let me think about that for a second. Do you have a red zone when your sexual appetite peaks? Uh, I, 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 let's go with, uh, cause usually they use red for bad. Mm-hmm. So let's use both. So, uh, do you have a red zone that, um, you don't want anybody to touch when your sexual appetite is at its peak and do you have a spot that you really want people to like hone in on when it's getting to that point so let's let's do it both ways okay so that's a good question oh but that's gonna be also crazy so with me even though i sometimes i identify at the bottom i don't like when people touch me down there I, i don't know what it is that's either when I'm actually aroused or I'm unaroused. I don't know what it is because I get I'm very sensitive down there, so I can get easily aroused easily. So that and sometimes if they're jacking me off, that's a good thing. But also I try to make sure I don't like when people touch me down there when I get because I was like, oh no, I don't mm. want to come too easily. Mm. Uh uh-uh, uh, nah. Mm, I get that. Like, yeah, so, but my favorite. Oh my bad. Oh go 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 go. Yeah, but my favorite time of day, I would actually say nighttime, midnight. Mm. That's my favorite time. Like freaks come out at night. That's the type of person I am. I like <laughs> I like that. I know it's a total cliche, but I love nighttime because nighttime itself is a mystery to me. Cause I like mystery and I feel like I'm sometimes full of that. And like I said, you never know what you get at night. You never know. It's ma- it can be magical, it can be crazy and wild. That's just how I feel like nighttime is the best time for freaky sex. I like it. Mm. that's the best time of day now i have had moments where let's see i did morning sex before and i did not quite enjoy that because it was a rush it, i feel like it was a rush thing so no mm. i get that um oh wait but what is uh what is your red zone the good red zone um the good red zone? yeah hmm. my good red zone would actually be touching my dick Mm. Mm. okay okay i fuss with it um for me i will say my favorite time of the day to have sex will also be um nighttime anytime after 8 p.m that's when i'm just like available uh i Mm -hmm. stopped doing anything like life related at 10 uh that's just like what i try to stick to i don't often but i try my best to stick to being done with everything by 10 p.m um so like if like if it's 10 o'clock and somebody's reaching out to me for sex more than likely it's not going to happen Mm -hmm. because once 10 o'clock hits that's when my bed starts to call out to me and she's just be like oh daddy you know you want to you know (laughs) jump up on me you know you want to fill these covers you know you want to fill this fucking pillow you know you want it you know you dirty you know you want to right (laughs) but you know my bed starts talking dirty to me and i'm just like oh (laughs) i feel you on that i I come i pull up (laughs) so so (laughs) around 10 o'clock you you have to you have to have slid up in there um before then because once that once that my uh my screen does that little tent shit Uh my mind is going towards that tent shit too so now if if uh if you're 
somebody that I've hooked up with the, in the past and you do hit me up at the 10, I, I look and think about how I'm feeling. So, like, okay, do I want to do a little bit of something, something, something? More than likely, it might happen. Um, but if you, somebody new, you really got to like, mm, you got to put in some work if you think I'm going to really get out of bed to like hook up with you and extend my time. <laughs> so Whoa. like if, if, the, if my mind isn't already there to hook up with somebody, then it's just probably not going to happen. Um, so nighttime, yes, all for me. Morning sex, try that before. Also, it did feel a little bit rushed too. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't prefer it because I I don't want to spend my day knowing that I just had sex. I, I'm okay with like, oh, I had sex last night. It was great. But when I'm out and about on the streets or whatever or at work, I don't want to be thinking about the good sex I had that morning. Um, probably might change in the future, but more than likely I'm going to be like, okay, I had sex this morning. I'm extra tired. Uh, I've gotten to my point where I'm just like... I don't have any energy. I cannot provide, I cannot do the duties of my job at this point. <laughs> Cause right. I don't, I don't care. I spent, I just spent all my energy in that act. So it's, it's not going, it's not going to happen. And like, even if it's a, a off day, if, if it's the weekend, I just don't want to do anything now. I just want to be lazy, sit in and just relax. Mm-hmm. So I guess that will be a great self-care day. Oh, I just had sex. I just had sex. I, okay, I'm not that whatever that song is. I forgot how it went. Um, but you know, had sex. Now I'm just having a lazy day. It is what it is. Whatever. Um, afternoon. I, I always think about heat, so it's not going to work out. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Immediately after work, I'm like, like if it's like early in the evening. <laughs> five-ish or something like that i feel dirty so i i don't want to really be around anybody i need that time to decompress so yeah it's after eight for me now (laughs) in terms of my red zones um i know in terms like if it's if it's after i've um came like twice and i'm working on a third one um i I don't think I have a like a negative red zone, but I do know where I would rather somebody to be in terms of like getting me to that point where I can release that third time. And that is just mm-hmm. airplay. That is the thing that's going to get me. Now, recently, okay. when I uh, hooked up with my regular, um, he, he got me to the third. And that was just um, through nipple play and uh, masturbation, like jacking me off. And I, like the knees shook it a little bit. And I was not expecting that. I was not expecting to have a full, a full body orgasm in that moment. And um, I was just like, after that, I was like, you know what? I, I need my space. I need my time to like <laughs> gather my energy. Like w- we can still work on you, make sure that you get your release too, but I'm good in this moment. Right. Like, don't touch me. We cannot do it. Don't, don't, don't. My, my body is off at this moment. <laughs> like, do not touch me. But we can, we can work on you and make sure you get whatever needs to be given. But other mm-hmm. than that, don't fuck with me. <laughs> and uh, even thinking about that moment, I, I will say one of the things that really 
helped is the uh, it wasn't any ear nibbling because uh, height wise um, there was no way possible for for him to get to it. But um, uh, kissing on the neck that helped, and that nipple play it just it just did some shit. Um, oh, I'm really thinking about a negative um, uh, red zone. Because I, I just know anytime I am having sex, if you do refer, if most definitely if I'm bottoming, if you're referring to my asshole as a pussy, I'm automatically turned off. So that's always a red zone. Don't ever do it. Just yeah. don't. Just don't. I'm not into it. Uh-uh. It's not on my body. <laughs> I don't have one of those. I don't have a pussy. It's, it's, it's address the nigga by his name. And that nigga's also an asshole. Okay. What? Let him be great. He's disrespectful. Um, <laughs> but yeah on that note <laughs> do you have any last notes any last tips tricks words of encouragement any of that good shit for the audience i would say y'all continue to be yourselves be authentic as hell also make sure you have a fantastic day and feel free to just tune in to the next episode and just get some more wisdom from anybody who are going to be tuned in. Thank y'all so much for listening in. I hope y'all have a great day. Stay safe and well. Oh, thank you. Y'all better y'all better absorb that good energy. That's that's love, y'all. That's real love. Again, Fortis, I thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. You're very appreciated. Um, to my hoes out there, my audience. Thank y'all so much for listening to the Holiloquy podcast where we step out and speak about sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation. <laughs>